Hello and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin and with me as always is my lovable weirdo husband, Cameron. Hello. And today we're discussing an episode of Murder, <laughs> She Wrote entitled Broadway Malady. That was weird. That was weird. See, and I named you weird for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> What's my malady? You're weird. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, this episode... It's a bit of a bummer. This was really disturbing. Okay, first, it's kind of a downer episode. It's right. reminiscent and it's nostalgic of being younger and then you're watching your older self that you feel like you've decayed since then yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's really sad. And then it gets hate-filled. Yeah. Like, at the end, the culprit who comes out, he is so full of hatred. Now, I know we discussed in previous episodes that the people who get killed, they're, they're hated by everyone. Yes. Not in this case. You know, no. not in this case. And it's not this kind of vile hatred. This was a deep hatred. I even quoted one of the lines. I can't remember a time when I didn't want to see her dead. That's pretty dark. And, and this goes all the way back to when he was a kid. Yeah. And that, to me, just, it was disturbing. Yeah. It was just so much hate. It, it was weird because there's not much of a body count. No, there's, the there's a zero body count. One, no, one person Well, dies. one, yeah, but he's... Well, we don't care about him. We don't care about him. Says Aaron. Well, it's funny because the culp is funny in a not ha-ha sense. Hilarious. I'm waiting to, for the big chuckles. Okay, get ready for this. The culprit... Not only did he fail in all of his ambitions during life, but he also failed to kill the people he hated the most. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. Though. <laughs> that, is, that actually is chuckle-worthy. Oh, well, there you go. And I just thought, oh, this is just heartbreaking, all of it. It's a all pretty, of it. It's a pretty depressing episode. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's pretty boring for, like, the first, like, 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. But once you start figuring out the hatred... Yeah. ...laced through all of it, yeah. then it's... It feeds you. Yeah, then I was like, man... I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, this is... Um, I'm looking on the sunny side here, and I'm not finding much. <laughs> as I've said on the pod before, I have never seen Magnum P.I. I mean, okay. like, maybe I have, but I don't remember it. Like, right. maybe when I was a kid or something. Murder, She Wrote, we were actually watching before we started the podcast. So I've seen this Yeah, because I was forcing you to watch it. <laughs> zero recollection of this episode at all. <laughs> Although I was right, I, I I was I was like, oh, isn't that the one with Grady in it? Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 that's the pilot episode where they're doing the off-Broadway thing. No, this is another Broadway thing with Grady. With Grady. As the accountant. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's weird. Yes. So, well, let's get into it a bit. Oh, top song, top movie, still like a virgin, still Beverly Hills Cop. Excellent. Man, that's great. Great. <laughs> great. Great. Great, apparently. Great. Great. Great content, guys. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, IMDb says this episode is... Former Holly, wait, I'm gonna try it again. <laughs> okay. Former Hollywood star Rita Bristol and her daughter Patty are about to open in a big new Broadway musical until Patty is gunned down in a bizarre robbery attempt. Because robbery's so bizarre. So bizarre. Well, <laughs> we're gonna get into Mr. Sergeant Morano, who would probably uh, be like, no. Nope, uh, Ugh, 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 ugh. I hated that detective. Oh, my God. He's the there, worst. This, you know, this, not to blow, like, our our big finale. I've already quoted the guy at the end no, after no, he tried killing that's not everybody. Even what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say right off at the top, I don't think this is a very good episode. Okay. 
Yeah. In general. Yeah. I think some things work for it, mm-hmm. but as an overall episode, I really didn't think it worked. Okay. And that's probably why I don't really remember it yeah. all that well. Okay. We start off, we're in New York City. Uh-huh. New York City! <laughs> okay. And um, we're watching an old movie, mm-hmm. and it is Rita. What's her last name? Blaine. Bris- Bristol. Bristol. Rita Pre- I just said it. By the actress Vivian Blaine. Who was in Guys and Dolls. Yes. And, and it's definitely real footage of her when she was younger. Yeah. Acting in something, and and yeah. I didn't uh, I didn't recognize what she was acting in. I didn't. And I couldn't place it. it, and I didn't watch the credits long enough to figure out what footage it was from. Right. I I looked Vivian Blaine up on IMDb. The first hit was Guys and Dolls. The rest right. of them I wasn't really familiar with. Okay. So, but I mean, like, she's a big deal. Yeah, she was. But and as such, it is very sad to see her in this darkened room watching. Footage of her as a younger person. Yeah, about 30 years younger. About 30 years younger, like mouthing the dialogue or mouthing the music. Mm -hmm. She's singing along. So this is where we're starting. Yeah, this is where we're starting. It already kind of this sad, down-tempo. Yeah, like, look at what I used to be. Yeah. You know. And she has has a line later on that she says and that... uh, Jessica then responds with, uh-huh. which I'm not sure if we could. I should say it now or just wait until I get to the scene. But anyway, she's yeah, she was talking um, to Jessica, to. and she she was like, "Oh, I know that all my friends disappeared when I started taking the down escalator. Nobody cares oh. when you're taking the down escalator." <laughs> yeah. And Jessica goes, "If you look at life in those terms." You know, it's sort of like people being like, oh, I peaked in high school. I'll never be as good. Well, that's only because you're living in your high school years. <laughs> Jessica's already now this, like, multi-best-selling yeah, author. Yeah, she has, in her, I guess you would term her in her later years, yeah. although she's not that old, she has, like, embarked on a you whole new have, career. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have, have to ride the down escalator. Exactly. You can just do something else. Stop admiring yourself in the past right and just keep moving forward what i liked about that escalator line too is mm-hmm. right before that mm-hmm. she's like you don't know what it is when your name is in life but when the power fails you learn about yourself i guess and then you she and then i asked <laughs> she speak almost exclusively in metaphors because <laughs> it was like in that one scene she had yeah. both yeah. metaphors but yeah, yeah yeah it was like just think of her as the woman who speaks in all metaphors yes. but i agree with you because she could do so much. She had... Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, And apparently they have a ton of money still yeah, they're from doing, all of her residuals. Oh, my gosh. They live in like a penthouse in, so, in New York. And that's one thing that her son is constantly bitching about is like, why aren't you giving me money Yeah, well, so you, I can produce all these plays? Yeah, we could do plays together yeah. and everything. And, she, you know, she lives in a multi-million dollar place. It's mm-hmm. not like she's broke. She could do other things. But I think some people get stuck on like... What their job is, who they are, right. kind of. Okay. And once I'm no longer an actress, what am I? I was like, well, you probably have some opportunities to produce or, you know, yeah. maybe direct or, or, or whatever. You could probably parlay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess it sucks that there's not a lot of roles for women after a certain age. Right. But then again, look at Angela Lansbury. Exactly. I mean, she was in Academy Award winning films. Mm-hmm. And then she, you know, she was a child star mm-hmm. who in her 50s, was like, I'll be a television star now. Exactly. And she did that for 12 years very successfully. <laughs> and I found out the other day, I was looking up IMDb trivia, she was nominated, never won, unfortunately, uh-huh. for a Emmy Award every single wow. year that Murder, She Wrote was on. So from 1984 to 1996, wow. 12 years every year wow. she was nominated. That's so it's impressive. not like, so mm-hmm. just the fact that Angela Lansbury is doing this yeah. shows like, 
how wrongheaded that thinking is. Yeah. That Don't she... ever think that your best is in the past. Yeah. Just keep trying new things. Exactly. I've had over 40 jobs, so I'm not yes. I'm not stuck at any <laughs> one particular field. Right. <laughs> you know? Oh, speaking of, my boys and I are making cooking shows that we're doing. They're already up on YouTube. Um, it's With... RPG Recipes Family Edition. We make food from video games. Right. And I've tweeted out the link to that, and I'll do so after this episode. Speaking of moving forward, <laughs> because I'm always doing different things. So, <laughs> well, let's go back to the show for just a minute. Yes. So just to kind of set up what set the stage which is going on. Wow, we have really went off on tangents. We have Because not... this episode's really boring. Like I said, there are some really good lines. Yeah. But for the most part, it's obscenely boring. This is one of the weaker yes. murder she wrote we've seen. Especially and this is for coming this... after... A pretty good Magnum, Magnum P.I. episode. That's, that's saying something. Yeah. So just yeah. to kind of give you a little brief overview of what's going on. Yes. So she's upset. She's sad about the past. She has a daughter mm-hmm. and a son. Mm-hmm. She and her daughter want to put on a Broadway show. Yes. Her son comes in, interrupts her like moping, mm-hmm. and says, hey, I got the funding. We got this guy, Cy. He's going to help put up the money to yeah. put your show. We're going to Broadway. Yes. That's what we need for the setup. Now we cut to Cabot Cove. Mm-hmm. And Grady, good old Woo, Grady. Grady's Woo-hoo. back. Grady's back. We were just talking about Grady. <laughs> yep. He got he, <laughs> he just got a new gig as a bookkeeper mm-hmm. for this show. Yes. It turns out that Jess is a fan of Rita Bristol, mm-hmm. and Rita Bristol is in turn a, a fan, fan of her. Of her. Yeah. And Grady's like, hey, you gotta come to New York. You gotta yeah. come see us. And she's like, Well, I got some book stuff to do. I, He's like, who cares, Jess? Come on. Yeah, and she's like, well, I guess so. You know, so uh, so she goes to New York, and he says that everybody loves Rita, and then we cut immediately mm-hmm. to Rita just, like, chewing everybody out on oh stage. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> being a diva. And I wrote it down. I was like, Rita is being a diva. A total diva. I was like, so she gets this opportunity. Right. The one thing that she wanted More than so anything. Much, and instead of being grateful for it. She's a B-I-T-C-H. Horribly. Yeah, I spelled it out. (laughs) Because I don't know if you've noticed, but everybody is cussing these days. Like newscasters. Yeah. Everybody is. And so my sense of rebellion is, well, I am just not going to cuss anymore. I'm going to spell a lot. I'm going to spell a lot. (laughs) I'm going to spell everything. Because I can't rebel doing that now. See how they just made these cuss words, like not forbidden. Uh Nobody would say them. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Say whatever you want, guys. <laughs> um, we also learned that the director of the show is an A-S-S-H-O-L-E. <laughs> he is an a-hole. He's a big-time jerk. And we also learned that Rita is a recovering alcoholic. Yes, but she's 17 years sober. That's a very long time. That is a very long time. And deserves a praise. And the director is really riding... I called her Donna here for some reason, uh-huh. but her name is Patty. The daughter's name is Patty. Yeah. And... Patty gets to sing a song, and I, I'm sorry. I like musicals. You know, you don't. I do. I like musicals, <laughs> but oh boy, mm-hmm. I did not need to see a full music number in this episode. <laughs> I think she did pretty good. She did fine. I just, it was very Broadway, kind of like it was oh, very yeah because it's a Broadway show. Right. All right. Fine. Which, you loved it. We'll get the soundtrack. Which still, which still. I really don't understand Broadway shows. 
Okay. Because, all right, so in the pilot episode, we mentioned how they're just going to go straight to New York without yeah. practicing because they had some actors in Maine that were mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're great. Yeah, yeah. These people were like, we're going to skip um, tryouts in Boston and, go and right just to go show. right to Broadway. Right to Broadway. Uh, what? How? Don't they require all of their cast? No. What do they mean by tryouts? No, it's not tryout. I, I think, again, they're, they're workshopping it. I think they have their entire I cast. don't think it should be legal for you to sell tickets to a play that's not even done. Well, I think it just helps them raise the money to be able to put on the show. You're not paying, like, full price. Oh, okay. See, I was thinking they would be showing the show to these people who have paid tickets that for a show that wasn't done. Well, it's not that it's not done. It's like I would say it would be, let's say, 95% done. Okay. <laughs> And, like, like there are quite a few songs. I go to Hamilton a lot, but I know a little bit okay. about I know a little bit about Hamilton. Oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> I tell know me about a it. a little bit. Tell me about it. <laughs> but, like, there were songs. Hey, honey, you want to get cuddly tonight? No, I'm reading Hamilton. <laughs> God. <laughs> but there were, like, songs that were, were written uh-huh. that would have been in that, that workshop. Okay. Like, they were, and, like, they were cut. Because they didn't work, or they interrupted the flow of the, like... But people had seen that. People would see it. It'd be like uh, if you saw, like, a preview of a movie. Like, they'll sometimes... They pay to watch the trailer of a Broadway show. No, it's not the trailer. It's the actual show. Okay. But it's not, like, completely fleshed out. So, okay, in Hamilton, we have a song by, say, John Adams. Okay. Well, John Adams doesn't really have a part in any of the rest of the play. Okay. So... So to have him come out on stage and, like, say, sing a song, mm-hmm. like, the audience might leave. They'll probably get, like, cards or whatever and be like, yeah, I really liked it, but I didn't really understand the John Ham- or, like the John Adams so song didn't really work for me. So then, so then Lin-Manuel would take those criticisms and be like, oh, okay, let's just take that song out and it will be better. So essentially they're beta testers. They're beta testers. But they're having to pay. Beta test in Broadway. To beta test the Broadway. I don't know if they pay or not. I don't know what that deal is okay i would assume they pay something okay but i mean i couldn't tell you well all of the shows i've seen on broadway were complete so yeah. well, <laughs> yes. so basically what Sai is saying at this point or what the what the director is saying is Sai, who's the financial backer of the show is like okay. i believe so strongly in what you have here we don't even need to do that mm. nothing needs to be cut nothing needs to be fixed we're just, in wow. two weeks, okay. we're going to Broadway. Oh, oh, okay. Thank you for clearing that up for me. Okay. That was five minutes of absolute tedium. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so that okay. all happens. Okay. As And that actually happens at a dinner where the, everyone kind of meets each other. Jess is coming into town now. She's at this dinner because Rita wanted to meet mm-hmm. Jess. She, Rita says, like, Jess is, like, her favorite author okay. and you know the, there's like two writers and this is part of the stuff that didn't work for me in the well, show that's what i'm there saying let's just, just skip it <laughs> well i was gonna say something about it oh okay like the two writers don't work for me mm-hmm. because they keep cutting to these writers as like comic relief mm. but they don't really have anything else to do with anything in the show well, they do. In a, in a later line, about 20 minutes in, uh-huh. they're like, we didn't write that line that the a new understudy was singing. They're right. like, eyes and the... skies, we're not that stupid. We're not that. We decided to cut it. That would be what a workshop okay. would be for. It's like, that right. song doesn't work. We're cutting it. Okay. 
Okay, so I guess that's what they were there for. But they for. had done it two weeks ago, so it was good continuity on their part. Yes, the, exactly. They were like, oh, two weeks ago we had this all set. Yeah, okay. After the dinner, Cy, the, the, he was a former banker. He's now bankrolling this play. He offers Jess a ride home. Mm-hmm. Patty and her brother Barry mm-hmm. decide to walk home. They walk by a blind man who is like... Preaching about the end of the world. Yeah, he's like proselytizing. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a three-card monster. And then they decide to take a shortcut through an alley. A dead-end alley. A dead-end alley. They're like, hey, honey, let's... Or, I mean, they're brother and sister, so I guess they wouldn't well, say honey. Weird but like he's, there. They're like, hey, let's go down here, and they get mugged. Yeah. And the guy says, give me your money, and they do nothing, and he immediately shoots Patty. Yes, and then Barry pulls out his gun and shoots the mugger. Dead. dead. Twice. He shoots him twice. Twice. Twice, twice. And then the three-card Monty guy sees this and he takes off takes off running so we go to the police station uh, with barry and mm-hmm. sergeant morano and i feel like we're gonna need to talk about the sergeant for a oh minute. okay now he i understand that detectives are under a lot of stress and strain. yeah oh really do yes. you think so do yes. you think because you didn't mention it in this episode okay well i do times <laughs> <laughs> all right so that affects him you know health wise right i i get that what I don't get is these detectives in these shows that are like, I don't see where you're going with this. I don't feel the need. I have a lot of work to do here. I'm not going to help you figure out right. who actually committed this crime or the details. I've already got my man, so go away. Right. I'm not interested in pursuing justice. Right, and Jess is serving up evidence, or, yes. or, or not necessarily evidence, but at least a way forward mm-hmm. on a silver platter. Yes. And these people are like, no, I'm going to devote my time to these dead-end cases yes. instead of your case where you actually have some maybe things that yeah. we should look into. I think this detective, mm-hmm. and this is he was another part of this episode that didn't work for me, like okay. the writers, he was like a comic relief mm. person, but he did not work for me no. as comic relief, mm-hmm. especially with, and maybe it was because the episode was on the darker side, a little bit right. of a downer. They tried to like give it some levity. This guy's just like always complaining about food. Yeah. Like while he's talking to this guy. To Barry, who's, whose sister's who's, in the who's, hospital. Who's like maybe paralyzed. And he just killed somebody. He's like, yeah. you know what I want? Some linguine and clam sauce. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess I shouldn't be talking about that. It's like, yeah, that's really rude. Yeah, maybe, like, keep that to yourself. Because he's, like, on, like, a health food kick or something. And, like, that's, like, the joke is he's eating carrots. Ugh. It's just, he is probably the worst Mm -hmm. police officer we've seen on any of these shows. so far. Up until this point. We've been doing this show for almost six months now. (laughs) And this guy is probably the worst. Yes. And he keeps blowing Jess off, like... Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? I believe in statistics. And yeah. guess what? That kill last night, that was just stati- that was, that was statistically normal. Yes. Therefore, I have nothing to, like, I'm not going to look into this yeah. at all. At all. At all. If, to me, it's just another bum dead now. And then he tells Barry, good job for murdering that person. Yes. Now I don't have to deal with this guy. Yeah. He basically yeah. is like, he just sanctioned Barry to become the Punisher. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Yeah, I hated this detective with a passion. So what happens is Jess goes back to Grady. They go back to, like, I guess either her hotel room or his apartment. No, his apartment because it was really small and they were cooking in it. Right, but they're watching TV. Because they like to emphasize the fact that Grady is poor. 
Yeah, but it wasn't that bad of an apartment, really. It was, it was fine. It was, it was fine. an apartment. I'm sure it cost a lot to live there in New yeah. York, but I mean, like, yeah. he's doing all right. Yeah. But she's watching the news, and the blind guy is there, and he mentions that this, like, 30 card Monty guy mm-hmm. took off and ran away after this happened. Mm-hmm. And, like, Jess is the only one who thinks this is weird. She tells Grady, and he's like, whatever, Jess, you know, <laughs> you're thinking too much. She goes to the detective. Yeah. He says, don't worry about yeah. it. So she goes out, and she just goes out to, like, people playing three-card Because Monty. she's like, I know you all know each other. <laughs> <laughs> sort, of, sort of like you go, this sort network. of like Magnum does to Hawaiians. <laughs> I know all you Hawaiians know each other. And it's hilarious, because it's like a woman who's doing the three-card Monty's like, do you realize there's like 94,000 people on yeah. the streets right now doing exactly what I'm doing? And Jess is like, what about 100 bucks? And she's like, I'll let you know where she is. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> So, so skip to a scene where they're uh, where he, the three card Monikai and Jessica Fletcher are eating spicy, spicy empanadas, <laughs> and like he keeps like forcing like I guess, more jalapenos on them, and she's just so waspish, and she's like, I need some more water. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's another thing that irritated me about this episode: Jessica Fletcher has no idea about culinary foods. No, none, none, because she's like, oh, I don't know what locks are. I don't know what empanadas are. It's like anything that goes outside of like Cabot Cove, bread and mayonnaise, yeah. or like <laughs> lobster. Yeah, or she has no no ad- idea. Even she though does she not have an adventurous palate. No, she at does all. not. Because even though she goes to all these big fancy, she dinners, wouldn't go to RPG what is recipes, family cuisine. No, she wouldn't be. She would be just be eating lobster all yeah. the time. I guess time. if whenever she goes out to all these fancy dinners with all these right. people, what is she getting? I don't know. It has to be lobster, right? Because that's the only thing she seems I to mean, eat. I mean, she would eat... Or steak, maybe. She probably eats oatmeal for breakfast Yeah. with nothing in it, mm-hmm. a mayonnaise sandwich for lunch. <laughs> with scrot. <laughs> and surf and turf for dinner. <laughs> so and like, lots of pie. Because she like, makes pies. She makes... Like apple pie, though. Which, I'm not... Hey, not dissing apple pie. But it is the most boring of pies. It is basic pie. It is pretty much the most it basic pie. It is basic you pie. When I get a good rhubarb, get the adventures that <laughs> make it kill you if you don't cook it right. Make a nice quantum <laughs> chocolate pie. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Do you have a problem with that too? Yeah. Um, what was kind of, in, I mean, interesting. Okay. Sad. I'm going to keep on with this though too. Okay. Because as we know, Jessica is multi-talented. Right. She can stop people from tailing her. Yeah. She can uh, foil spies. Flaw. Right. She can figure out the most insane, convoluted crime. Right. But she doesn't know food. Yeah, it's like... When I you're... get that they have to have a flaw. Right. But that, to me, when just Jess... seems so uh, weak. When Jess was coming up with a character, she's like, it won't, my character won't be... Or Angela Lansbury was coming up with Jess as a character. <laughs> she's like, I gotta have a flaw. Something. What if she just... Isn't adventurous with food. <laughs> or doesn't know food at all. Because that's not even adventurous. Yeah. Locks and empanadas are basic. Yeah, that's pretty basic. Those are basic foods. Yeah, no. Like, I don't, uh, I just don't get this. I, I don't get, get this. Anyway, but we learned from uh, the three-card Monty guy. His name's Taki. The reason he ran Ooh, away. you got a name? Yeah. Nice. I just got three-card Monty. <laughs> the reason why he ran away is a sad fact of our current society, too. Yeah. Is he was like. Are you kidding? A murder happens near me. I'm going to be racially profiled. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going to be arrested. I'm going to be arrested. Even if I didn't do anything, yeah. 
I'm 1000% going to be blamed for this yes. somehow. Yeah. So he just knew I got to get out of here. Exactly. Which is such a sad statement. It's really sad. And it's sad that 40 years later, that's it's probably still true. It's happening. Like the best thing. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, you know, I, I, you know, anyway. <laughs> but um, but he did say that what she does learn mm-hmm. from this is that empanadas can be spicy. Yes. And that it was weird because you don't, according to Taki, mm-hmm. a mugger wouldn't normally shoot first. I mean, this is interesting, actually, to me. Yeah. Because it would be too much time to have to dig through their pockets and exactly. get the good stuff. So it's like, just give me all your goods. Like, give me your money and I can run away. If yeah. I shoot you, then I have to root through your bloody corpse. I have to figure out where you even keep your wallet. Yeah. Some people keep their money in their shoe. So it's just like an efficiency thing? Yeah. Which was kind of interesting Which to was, me. Yeah. So he was like, so this marks this mugger as an amateur. This yeah. is probably his first time. Yeah. He didn't really know. Because he did not wait one second. For them to rifle through their belongings. Right. Right. Yeah. And then we cut back to Sergeant Morano doing Kegel exercises. Kegels. Kegels. Kegel exercises. And, which is weird. Again, it was like weird. It was just weird comic relief bits that just didn't work. And again, exactly. I feel like they were trying to force some levity into an otherwise dark show. Yeah. But I don't know that Murder, <laughs> She Wrote is a funny show. I think it can be charming. But it's not super serious either. Yes. And they had both extremes in this episode. They were trying they have freaking super Milton Berle in this movie. Yes. Or show, this episode. And they only use him for five seconds. I was like why is Milton Berle slumming like this? Why yeah. is he like, he's literally <laughs> in it for like a minute yeah. for a, a barely relevant scene mm-hmm. where he was clearly reading cue cards. Yes. Yes. You could see yes, his, his eyes, eyes were moving. He was not looking at her. Yeah, he was not looking in her eyes yeah. and his eyes were moving. Yeah. Back like, and forth like he's reading. I'm like, why are we I mean like why are why is he here? What are we doing here? What, I don't what know. is this? There was a lot of problems with this episode. <laughs> yes. I mean, namely it being really boring. But yeah, a lot of problems. There's just so many there were also just like I said before, right. some really good lines. Right. That I feel like they decided to write around. But they didn't write it correctly. It's almost like they wrote this episode for another show. Yeah. Like, I wrote this show for Cagney and Lacey. Yes. Which was dark yes. when we watched that, in which we'll never release. Yes. But <laughs> but it, it got turned down by mm-hmm. Cagney and Lacey. They're like, this doesn't really work for our audience. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I'll just rework it into a murder she wrote episode. Yes. And it didn't quite get that balance. I think that was it exactly. But and when she goes into the Kegel exercising sergeant this time, mm. you pointed this out. This is really funny to me. The, the, <laughs> they show a picture of the corpse. And he's smiling. And he's smiling. He looked like he you wouldn't have he known. He looked like he, he died happy. He's like, Yeah, I got shot. <laughs> I was like, why is he smiling in this? That's weird. But and then again, this is what's so infuriating about the sergeant mm-hmm. too. He confirms, like, yeah, this guy probably didn't know what he was doing. This yeah. guy was definitely an amateur. Yeah. Taki should have my job, probably. Probably. <laughs> and, but again, he just ignores Jess, and she yeah. storms out of there. She's like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're not going to do anything, I'm going to. Yeah, take and care then of he's it. like, well, keep in mind, I'm not going to be there to protect you. And she's like, oh, I well know. Yeah, I know. And I don't then, want you. I don't want you. Exactly. Would be a hindrance to me at this exactly. point. Exactly. And Get I was like, yeah, way. just leave that guy behind. We learn that Patty will be fine. Mm-hmm. That although it's like kind of grazed her spine, she will walk again. So yeah. she's okay. Yeah, so she's going to be okay. So this guy who, you know, tried to kill her failed. Yes. <laughs> he failed everything in life. <laughs> and, 
So we cut back to the theater. Mm -hmm. So now we have one of our lead actresses who's been shot, mm -hmm. at least currently paralyzed, if yeah, not permanently she, paralyzed. There's definitely no way she can do the show she cannot, that's going to be cannot. opening in a week. Yeah, there's and, no and way. And they don't want to delay anything. Yeah. And Barry has gathered everybody there to be like, I'm sorry. We're I got to shut it down. We're going to shut it down. Yeah. And then the director conveniently walks in the door with mm -hmm. this leggy Hollywood starlet yeah. and says, hey. I just found her. She took the red eye in. She can fill in the role. She wants to Until act Patty's with, okay. Yeah, she wants to work with Rita. She's yeah. a huge fan. And she starts singing a song, and that's where the writers yeah. came in. And We're like, like, we cut this two weeks ago. Oh, so she's been training for this. This. And then longer a, than what they're trying. Exactly. They're trying to pretend she just learned it on the plane, but she's actually had at Several least, weeks. And that's when, um, at, not at this time, but in a future scene... Not Patty, but who's the mom in this? Rita. Rita. Yeah. Rita's like... I keep wanting to call her Vivian because... That's Rita's like, that's why but... you were writing Patty so hard was because you wanted her to quit. Yeah. So you could bring in your lover. Yeah. And that's exactly what he was doing. Exactly. Oh, it's so gross. Sick. Yeah, and he started writing extra pages. Like, yeah. he was expanding that role to yeah. be, like, a bigger role. Exactly. So, so the show was kind of making him look like he might have hurt Patty. Right. And so then Barry, the brother, yeah. he gets pissed off at this point. Oh, yeah, and he punches that dude. He punches him. He punches his lights out. And poor little Grady. Yeah. Like, he, tries he, to like, he does, like, the hold him back, hold yeah. him back thing. But, like, the guy, again, the directing isn't even good in this no, episode. Because, no, like, once the guy punches him out, he's done. Yeah. And then Grady, like, latches onto him like a three-toed sloth. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and looks like one, too. He, he he's adorable. Grady's adorable. He's dorky adorable. <laughs> And then we also ask, we're like, well, what about Grady's girlfriend? Uh, we haven't yeah. really touched on her. She's an understudy. She's the understudy for Patty. Yeah, so she should have been given the role. Yeah. Like, why isn't she given the role? I mean, she's very blasé about it. They talk yeah. about it. They, like, soon after we asked that question, yeah. the episode was kind enough to answer us. Yeah, so they'd I'm be like, sure, oh, it just wasn't the part for me. You, yeah. No, she doesn't even say it wasn't the part for me. She says there'll be other opportunities. Right. It's okay as long as we're still employed. At which point I was like, I want to get a job as an understudy. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do anything. <laughs> Apparently they'll I mean, just replace you with another famous person. I'm sure I'm just minimizing like what <laughs> understudies do. I know you have to like know the you have to know the play right. inside out and everything. But I mean like she's just like I'm getting paid and I don't have to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this is oh okay. And here's another part that really annoyed me. Mm -hmm. This is the second time that. Jess gets information mm -hmm. through convenient television watching. Yep, yep. Like, this, I'm sorry, this episode's not good. No, it is really not. It is not it good. It is really not. I mean, like, there's, again, a couple good, like, yep. lines, and there's a cool emotional things going on. But the, At the end. At the end. The literally. ending is powerful, but the rest of it is ridiculously terrible. And I don't even know, I mean, I bet you we could encourage listeners mm -hmm. just say skip the whole episode <laughs> just go to like the last scene <laughs> and you're fine i don't right. think you need the other say 40 minutes of right. the show to make that any more or less powerful i don't know i think well the problem with that is uh, without giving too much away who cares? Whatever. Oh, this is true because, you know, I'm, I'm not going to recommend they watch this episode. No, 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 no. I, I feel like it's kind of I, I mean, like, and, and by the time it's revealed, yeah. you've long figured out, as a, as a viewer, you've already figured it out. So yes, it's not exactly. Like, so we're not really blowing it. But, okay, but, well, Rita was ahead. never a bad mother that I could see. She was always being very supportive and encouraging of right. her kids. Barry's the murderer. Barry's the murderer. And 
and he's and that's why I, I wrote the line down. I can't remember a time when I didn't want to see her dead. dead. She dead. she managed to not be an alcoholic anymore for seventeen years. years. And this because man she is wanted not old. To, because he's she like, wanted to support her kids better. She wanted to be a better mom. And I'm just like, how in the world? That was a huge. That was a huge. This is one of yeah. the factors she gives yeah. for quitting drinking was like this was affecting my career. Yeah. And it was affecting my relationship with my children. Yeah, she was like, I almost ago, destroyed that relationship. Barry, I mean, like, I'm gonna be generous. Mm-hmm. I'm because sh- you know how TV shows like people look older than they yeah. probably are. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess he was probably 34. Yeah, yeah. So, probably. so for seventeen, so it made him seventeen when she quit drinking. Yeah. Which, granted, as a teenager, having an alcoholic mm-hmm. as a parent is probably, but the the accusation, His... the accusations he levels against her yes. are not apparent in no. anything in the show, which no. makes it a bad now, show. No, if That's she was say, exactly now, if she was being a diva to him and to Patty, yes. then I could see it. But she was not. She was so kind and so protective of them. Yes. Like That's I, why I say you don't even need to see the rest of the episode because none of that is shown in what happens at the end. That's true, but that's also why I was very confused by it because right. I was like, I did not, I didn't see this hatred that he has so much, you know, that yeah. that he has. For well, her. that's what I'm saying. Like, you'd almost be better off not seeing the rest of that's the episode, true. just watching that isolated scene where he admits to everything. Yeah. Because it would mean just it actually be clearer mm-hmm. because. Even in the first episode, he's the one who who secures Psy to be yeah. the financier. And they have a big group family, dumb Disney channel hug. hug. Yeah, and at the end where... of that scene, I actually go, well, this is going to be happy, so I'm just going to leave. Yeah, and, and like I think Rita says something like, nothing can hold the Bristols back. Exactly. You know, like, and it's all positive. And they're all laughing and hugging. It was mind-boggling yeah. to me. Well, now let's go back a bit and figure out how we get there. Yeah. So we, we're going to touch on Milton Berle for about as much as he deserves. Yeah. He was the agent of the... Uh, the oh, 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 no, I didn't... I Sorry, I didn't... I've got to go back a little bit more. The other television <laughs> thing. The other thing she discovers on the television in this Was episode, that the mugger was an actor. It was an actor. She just happens to be watching a rerun Of a really years, old movie. It was 12 years yes. ago. In 1985. Yes. This, this would have been 1970... A rerun from a show in 1973. I don't think Nick at Night was they around back then. They didn't even have then. reruns back then, did they? I guess they probably did, but... For uh, what network? But it, but not only that, it was a 12-year-old show that they said was like a failed pilot. Yes, yeah, so why would they be rerunning this? Why would they be rerunning... On the failed pilots network? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no such thing. Although, we should totally make Make that, the failed pilots Because I would network. watch all of the failed oh, pilots. Oh, that's what I want to do more yeah, than anything. Yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, that's so dumb because she does say later it's a failed pilot. It was like the yeah. guns of it was the guns of Na- Abilene or it's something. Guns like. over Abilene, I think. Yeah, or something yeah. like that. Because it sounded like a western I probably had watched yeah, back now, in the day. Well, well, and also, but I was like, and you guys were trying to make a western TV show. I guess a like Gunsmoke. Well, yeah, it was. I think it was supposed to be a knockoff on Gunsmoke. Okay. And wasn't there other western TV shows back in the day? You've got Lone Ranger. Uh, got, um, I guess so. Yeah, other than so. Gunsmoke, there was there was a few other little bit, house on the prairie. I guess I'm being snobbish. Uh, Man from Snowy River. No, Man from, no, that was my movie. <laughs> that was Don't a movie. you dare put that in with Gunsmoke. <laughs> but I mean, but I guess I'm being snobby because yeah. there's not really a Western thing now. But That's back true. then, it probably. That's but true. yeah, but regardless, it was a failed show that's had a failed actor yeah. in a small cameo. Yes, and she just happens to be. She doesn't have DVR. No. She just happens to be have the show on while Grady and it's his girlfriend Netflix. are cooking. It's yeah. definitely not Netflix yeah, or Prime or anything. She ain't binging this bowl. <laughs> so, so this is where she gets her lead, which yes. I'm like, well, thank God the TV was on while Grady was cooking. Yes. Because otherwise. While they're having a conversation, too. How rude. 
So that's what leads her to figure out that the mugger was actually an actor. Yes. That's where Milton Berle comes in. Because he, he was turned, the agent. He was his agent, mm-hmm. who says basically he was a loser. He was especially a loser after the cat skills dried up. Yeah. And that reminded me of Dirty Dancing. Uh-huh. And you know what? Let's make the cat skills come back. I think that sounds great. <laughs> I would love to do like little shows off in the mountains. Just I don't know if I'd go watch a juggler. We have balls and jugglers. <laughs> yeah, this episode isn't very funny, so I'm gonna t- yeah, I'm gonna, gonna tell quote you a joke. funnier things. Yes, yeah, I'm gonna quote funnier things. Oh, and I'm also gonna tell you a joke. Uh-huh. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> that was nothing. That was a good joke. That was a great joke. That was a good joke. That was a great joke. Yeah. But yeah, let's bring the cat skills back. Let's give these actors and like magicians yeah. and everything a place to go so they can ply their trade. Oh, here it is. Oh god. <laughs> you ready for this? No. What do snowmen eat for lunch? What? Turds. <laughs> and that was a joke by myself. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved how he said, turds. Turds. <laughs> Not iceburgers. It's supposed to be iceburgers. It's supposed to be iceburgers, but no, he goes, turds. Turds. <laughs> it's the funniest joke I've ever heard. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. <laughs> so Jess uses this lead from Milton Berle mm-hmm. to go to the mugger's landlady, who is... Ugh. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. She Absolutely. was this actress. I'm sorry. I'm. I hope she landed on her feet. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, what she is doing is like ridiculous. Like, well, she, I think she was supposed to be over the top, over the top acting, acting because she was supposed to be extremely pretentious. I guess so. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes, yes. She talks like this, mm-hmm. and like she's always on a and stage. She, yeah, and she like throws her hands mm-hmm. everywhere, and like it's just like just relax. Yeah, but I think I think you are right. I think that was supposed to. be I her think character. that was the director being like, "No, just be an over-the-top pretentious actor." But again, I think that's another failed attempt at comedy. Exactly. It just doesn't work. Yeah. But what she tells Jez is that she doesn't think he's a killer mm-hmm. or a mugger because she's like, "That's ridiculous." I've known him for X amount of years. Yeah. He's just not that type of guy, and he had said he had met an angel. I'm using mm-hmm. quotey fingers. No, I'm audible quotey fingers. Angel. <laughs> they can't hear that, honey. <laughs> they cannot hear that. This angel had said, I'm going to come into some money soon, mm-hmm. and I'm going to produce your screenplay. Yeah. So his stuff, she actually packed it up for him because she expected him to come home later that night right. and be jetting off to California. Yeah. And all this time, Grady is staring. like Because his apartment is also like in a theater. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, no, it's just terrible editing. Is it? Yeah, they're just they moved followed back and forth. her. They followed this woman from his apartment all the way to the theater. Wait, maybe you're right. Maybe it is in the theater. I think it's in the theater. I think they all live like oh, as a kind of like bohem okay. kind of commune of actors, <laughs> and they like put on little shows downstairs. Okay, I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. Yes, here. you are. But like, yeah, like you live up here oh, with this, this hand gesture, and then this hand gesture represents the theater below you. I'm so glad our audio listeners can see your hand gestures <laughs> I'm ex- to I'm help just, explain And then all I'm kind of, of slicing the yeah, air seriously. like a ninja chop. <laughs> <laughs> show you. Oh, this episode is the worst. Oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. And it's like disappointing. It's well, like, like I it's said, like, there's, there's a few good lines and that powerful ending of him just being so full of hate. It, but getting to this point... Yeah. Is just... It's pulling teeth. It is. And, and I'm so disappointed. I feel like we walked in on Murder, She Wrote, Smoking Weed in the Room. Yeah. I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. Yeah, I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's the feeling exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, maybe she shouldn't have had 26 episodes in the first season. Maybe she shouldn't have. Because, you know, maybe it should have been more British style where you only get 12 or 13 really well, excellent Well, and that's why ones. I like this. Like, that's why I like the whole Netflix model of TV shows. Yeah. And the, which is more British. Yeah. I think Netflix usually does about 12 episodes. Yes. But even, like, with the Marvel shows that were on Netflix, mm-hmm. they only did 13 episodes. And people would complain, like... They I went want a more. Little, no, they went. They went a little oh, long. Really? They were like, I could have used like two less episodes. Oh wow! Yeah. So when you have like, she has. I, I think, think people prefer a concentrated form of entertainment these days because I'd we don't rather, really have that kind of time just to like sit around and wade through the muck, right? In order to get to a good one, right? You exactly. Know? And I don't know how discerning people were with their television viewing mm. back in the day. I think everything was appointment viewing, and you it just was, watched yeah. what you watched, and mm-hmm. it's like. Well, I like Murder, She Wrote, and I waited a week to watch this episode, yeah. so I'm going to watch it, yeah. and I'm probably going to forget about it. And we, exactly. again, we did. Yeah, well, we according to it. my dad, when he used to watch movies and stuff, it was to veg out. Right. So it wasn't to really be entertained. Right. It was just to kind of be... entertained. Yeah, it was just kind of be put to sleep. Like, whenever he would watch his westerns, although he right. loved them, he would fall asleep during them every time. Right. I don't think... Believe it or not, folks, I don't think these people foresaw two people watching these <laughs> shows 40 years in the future and really kind of dissecting the, like, the plot. I think back in the day, it wasn't about being entertained. It was just about getting away from the world. Well, it's as my really. mom says, she likes to watch a lot of shows just to turn off her brain. Yes, exactly. And she's not even, she barely pays attention. She, mm-hmm. she calls it her stupid TV. Yes. And she's just like, I just watch it so, you know, she has a stressful job. Yeah. So that she can just kind of turn off her brain for a yes. little bit. I can watch the Property Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. I love the Property Take Brothers. Take that, Property Brothers. <laughs> I love it. It's on They now. got me through my pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> so what Jess gleans from all this mm-hmm. is, oh, and I, I think I skipped a scene, too. Who oh, cares? yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Well, it is kind of important. Oh, is it? It's plot relevant. Uh, I skipped the scene. Is anything in this episode plot relevant? Not really. But just to get to where we're getting to, what, okay. why Jess feels the need to rush to Rita's apartment, right. is earlier in the day, she and Grady went on a romantic carriage ride <laughs> through Central Park. Yeah, he's like, why are they doing just this? Just surrogate son and And they're aunt. not even going to talk about riding through the park. They're absolutely talking about, about bookkeeping. Book those things cost money to yes, go they on do. those they're not romantic cheap. jaunts. And, and they're going to talk about work? Yeah. He's like, come on, Grady, make your move. Buddy. <laughs> oh my God, you're gross. <laughs> Although I do think he does really like her. The actor or Grady? Grady. Okay. Grady likes his Aunt Jess. Like, like? Like, like likes. Like, likes. Like, likes. Like, likes. I, think it's, I think it's a running joke with the writers, to be quite honest, because he's oh. always with a new woman. But whenever Jessica ste- steps oh. in, he's like, oh, there's a comparison. They suck compared to Jessica. Right, right, right. That's interesting. But then again, it could just be me trying to make something. So he's like severely Oedipal because we know yeah. Grady has lost his parents. Yes. At a young age. Mm-hmm. We know Jess and Frank raised him as yes. a child. Mm-hmm. So he's basically their son. Yeah. So maybe the death of his parents mm-hmm. at a very impressionable Oedipal age, mm-hmm. he has now <laughs> pushed those feelings onto Jess. Now, is Jess a blood relative or is he Frank Fletcher? Is he Grady Fletcher? Because if he's Grady is Fletcher, Grady? they're not blood related. I think he's Grady Fletcher, isn't he? Uh, he would be Grady oh, Fletcher. Oh, boy. Okay. This just got interesting. <laughs> 
we're writing our own stuff now. We're probably like a million miles away from the park. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love to work on like a television show. Oh Find a character no, no. And I just like have like uh, this like secret history that you never. <laughs> Not only weirdos point out. <laughs> but what he tells her on this romantic ride is that he <laughs> ran over to Cy, the banker's place, mm-hmm. and he found a whole bunch of, like, handwritten notes that shows that he had been overselling the show. Yeah, so he sold 150% of, of the show. So it's a very producer Which situation. Which, actually, you cannot ever give more than 100%. Right. Ever. Well, you cannot give it 110%. Well, you can give you, 150% of money. No. No, you can't. Yes, you can. It's illegal. Well, yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. It's 100% a, or bust. <laughs> but, but basically, he's sold this show. He said, hey, this show costs a million dollars. Yes. He has now accrued from multiple backers $1.5 million. Yes. So the problem is if the show is a success, mm-hmm. he has to pay these people back. Right. But if the yeah. show is a flop, everyone's going to be like, oops, our there show is a our bust. Money. There goes our money. But he pockets the 50% that wasn't spent on the show. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Clever dever. Clever, clever girl. Mm. <laughs> so that gives a pretty good motivation. Yeah. So basically, we've learned, like I said, it's like a producer situation where this where the show will make more money, or at least for some people. Yes. It will make more money if it doesn't go on. Exactly. Rather than if it does go on. So Jess is like, okay, now they've brought in this actress to replace Patty. Mm-hmm. That means we need to check out on Rita. Yes. I have a real fear about Rita. So she rushes over. She gets cops. Mm-hmm. They break into her, her penthouse apartment. Mm-hmm. They find her with her crazy gas oven in the middle of her kitchen. Yeah. In, the middle in the middle of the kitchen. Of the kitchen. It's in front of cabinets. How do you even open those cabinets? I don't even know. They, the layout of this kitchen is insane. It was like... They, they, it like, makes no sense to me. Like Nobody was working with a full deck of cards here. Uh, this episode, like I said, there's that powerful ending, but everything up until then, they were just like, well, we have this ending. Let's right. just write this crap in here to fill it. Yeah. And, and we're going to get into more stuff, and we skipped something, but we'll... Filled it in at the end here. Hmm. But, like, yeah, she Rita's on the ground. Yeah. There's a bottle of pills empty. Mm-hmm. She The gas in the oven is on. Yeah. And she's evidently dead. Yeah. You know, committed suicide. It looks like she OD'd. Yeah. By going back to drinking her alcoholism and um, oh, right. taking and she, a lot and of... And she had alcohol. Yeah. So she took alcohol mm-hmm. with the pills. Yeah. And then turned on the gas in the oven and then wanted because to Because the, the reasoning is she couldn't handle the fact that Patty was no longer in the show and that Patty had been replaced by this Lonnie character. Because she's such a terrible mother. Because she's such a terrible mother. She mm-hmm. couldn't handle the fact that Patty was hurt in the hospital. Right. <laughs> so here we go. Here we, We're now in the, the end game. End game. We're in like the... Thanos snap of the whole All right. uh, movie. Well, or show. I keep calling it a movie. Let's snap to it. Snap to it. <laughs> snap to a Slim Jim. Ew. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I, I was uh, saw a Slim Jim ad the other day. I uh-huh. think it was like in Kroger. And they're called... They called them like meat sticks. What? <laughs> meat sticks? Eh, you know, I'm gonna pass anybody offering me a meat, meat stick. stick. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I was like, are we really calling these meat sticks now? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's buying these? Poor, poor Macho Man Randy Savage died, and then the Slim Jim Corporation <laughs> just lost their damn mind. <laughs> so Jess goes to Rita's apartment. 
Well, well, actually, first they're at the hospital, and there's an mm-hmm. announcement for Barry. Yeah. We cut to the apartment. Barry yes. and Jess are there. Jess is just lounging like mm-hmm. a queen, Contessa Oh, we, Contessa should, we should probably say that um, she found out that the mugger uh-huh. and Barry had worked together on a project, and that's how they knew each other. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it yeah, gets yeah. revealed here. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Barry's been told by the doctors that Rita has died. She has committed suicide, yeah. and she is dead. Mm-hmm. And Jess starts kind of laying out the facts, like, mm-hmm. you know... Would have made more money, blah, blah, everything we've said. Yep. And Barry sits back aghast and says, oh, you think somebody tried to kill my mother? And mm-hmm. and then, of course, you, me, and Jessica all chime at the same time. You, you. did. <laughs> <laughs> and she lays out this whole thing. And, like, her first clue, again, God, this episode is really infuriating. Yeah. It's something we didn't mention because it was such a minor thing. Right. When Jess first goes to Rita's apartment and they mm-hmm. talk, Rita offers Jess a pot of coffee. Because apparently she always, always has, coffee, has on. coffee on. But when Jess ran into the kitchen mm-hmm. and found Rita evidently dead on the ground, there was she no noticed coffee. there was no coffee and the coffee mug had been cleaned. Oh, my God. Because apparently people don't clean out their coffee pots. What a freaking clue. What a bloody glove that clue is. Oh, yeah, for sure. So she's, like, never cleaned her coffee pot ever because she has... I'm like, gross, clean it once in a while. I'm (laughs) sure once in a while. Maybe she's like, I'm going to kill myself. I'd like to clean up my place. So Jessica infers from that that the sedative, the sedatives, sedatives, were already in the mug that she drank. Okay. And that knocked her out. And so somebody had to wash out the coffee pot and the mug right. and then shove alcohol down her, her like, throat. And then turn on the gas leaks. Yes. You know, they could have just killed her by alcohol poisoning and mixing with the medicine. I Yeah, I, I think it was like, let's make sure she's dead. Jesus. So it, it was well, like, that's like a double kill. Right. And still, newsflash, guys, spoiler, she still lives. Yeah. He still didn't kill her (laughs) after all of that. The only person who dies in this show is the person Is that poor mugger. The poor mugger who's just desperate. He was desperate for money at this point. Although I'm not even going to call him a poor mugger. He did intend to kill that woman. No, he was going to murder her. He was going, yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, like, yeah, like. Everybody's like sucks at their job. The Everybody, the detective sucks at his yes. job. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the only person who doesn't suck at her job is yeah. Jess. But it's like, but she conveniently stumbles upon clues. Yeah, like, like the TV. Yeah, it's all magic. It's yeah. all freaking stupid magic. Mm-hmm. She confronts him. She had found out that he was like a, a personal, not personal. I said PA, but it's like a he was a production assistant. Yes, mm-hmm. on the failed. Guns over Abilene. Guns over Abilene from 12 years ago that they're rerunning every night on CBS. Yes, apparently. (laughs) That that he was a PA on this and that uh, he also worked with the mugger two years ago on another job. So they did know each other. This guy's trying to say he doesn't know this guy. He obviously, we have records that you know this guy. And again, Mm -hmm. going back to your, I've always wanted her dead. The kid's just a freaking psycho. Yes. Because I'm sure you didn't get a job as a production assistant. Like, when you were 20 years old? Yeah, exactly. I'm sure your mother got you that job. Yeah. You know? Because you're, yeah. you're the daughter of Rita Yeah, Bolina and he was like, but she whatever. would never give me money to produce any of these plays. She would say, no, we supply the talent. Get the money elsewhere. Which makes sense. Right. You want to other people to sponsor these plays. Right, exactly. But then he also says, 
answers. She had them every lousy minute of my life. Yeah. So, like, no matter how supportive she was being, he always took it as, no, she's trying to tell me what to do. Tell me what to do. Even yeah. though there's nothing in the episode, nothing, nothing that shows us mm-hmm. that she's an overbearing mother. She seems yes. nothing but supportive. Yes. Of like, And it wasn't even... I could have even bought it if she was more supportive of Patty right. than Because Barry. he also says that's why he wanted Patty dead. Was because it was always about Patty instead oh, of Barry. Uh, okay, well... Th- th- because he does say that. Bit. Okay, I didn't hear that Because he line. hates Patty, too. Right, right. But, like, I never really saw that. She was always relying on Barry. Right. You know, and always supporting him, too. So I didn't I didn't see like, any they, they, they of did, this hate that he has for her. Like, it seems like maybe... I didn't see the reasoning behind it. Maybe a more emotionally mature person. And, you know, we're talking about a psycho killer here, so... right. Probably not. He kills him. his sister and his mom. Yeah, probably not this guy. Yeah. But maybe you would realize that the reason that your mother might show more attention or kind of more towards Patty rather than her is because Patty is showing an interest and an aptitude towards what acting. Rather than, you know, I mean, like, she's helping Barry where she can help Barry, but Barry's not trying to be an actor. And I didn't see her showing special attention to either of them. I didn't either. But I'm just saying. I did not at all. But that was my thing. I'm like, if the if the show had hammered that more, that Rita was showing more attention to Patty. I know you said there's a line there. Yeah. But, I mean, like, it's a line that I missed. Yeah. So it wasn't that clear. I think it would have been great if Rita being a diva on stage was also a diva to Barry yes. specifically. And then being like, but look how great Patty is. Barry, what is wrong with you? Why aren't you getting why, why aren't you securing you this funding? This? Why aren't you yeah. why aren't you an actor? Yeah, like, now if she was more that way toward it, then I could kind of see that hatred and jealousy. But she wasn't. She wasn't at all. Like no. this show like went out of its way. Almost to make Rita perfect, except yeah. for one scene where she yeah. shows a little bit of like drama that we touched on. Yeah. But that's it. That's the only scene where she's ever kind of raises yeah. her voice. And in that sense, I mean, I guess maybe I could see it. You're perfectionist. It's your yeah. art. You want yeah. it to be the way you want it to be. Yeah. And she's the star of the show. So, yeah. I mean, like, I don't approve of people acting like that, yes. but I get it. But that's the only time that Rita ever shows anything other than being like a good person. Yes, exactly. The only time. Even Grady says everybody loves her. Yeah, everybody. I mean, so I, I don't know. Nobody understand. likes Grady. And nobody likes Grady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I did not understand his motive because I couldn't see it in the show. Oh, right. Normally, you see the people getting murdered. They're a-holes, and you kind of can't wait to see them die, kind of. Right. You know, like... um. That horrible Horatio guy. Right, or, yeah. you know, there's there's always really bad people that everybody hates. Right. I didn't see that kind of hatred. And and again, nobody's even directing that kind of hatred to Barry. No, that's what I'm saying. It he, doesn't make sense, sense for him to be so full of hate and jealousy. And you're not, it never seeps through. It never seeps ever. through until the end when it's horrible that you find out all this right. stuff. I'm thinking about him having that kind of hatred. But, like I said, it's only for that scene. And then there, there's so much more I want to talk about this scene. Yes. Because it's, like, really the only scene that... This is the only good scene. Is, 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 but but it's not even that good. Because it's a good a, scene. It's a good scene. But here's some problems I have with it. Okay. The sound design on this episode was bonkers. Yeah, the music got really loud, almost to the well, point... you couldn't hear what they were saying. But I think that was the point of that scene. That she was getting... Because she was trying to nag him so much and be so condescending and overbearing as, like, a mother figure in order to, like, tease him out of this. I know, but we could do that with the volume at six. Uh, I don't think so, because if the music is getting on your nerves... 
think how much is getting so on their it's, nerves. So you think it's diegetic to the cousin, to the to the yes, class. you're they supposed were to feel that stuff. it. There's someone with a boombox yes, over in the corner. Yes, you're <laughs> turning supposed it to feel up. it. Yeah, you're supposed to feel it. Right, uh, I get so it. So that you feel this like overwhelmed burst when he like throws everything off the fireplace. I, get, I mean, I get that. I don't like it either. I don't think it worked as well as they were trying. <laughs> I, I think you were saying like, yes, this is how it works in theory. Right. I don't think it worked in practice. In theory, communism <laughs> works. <laughs> there, there, there. But um, <laughs> a lot of things work in theory. Yeah, but like, so anyway, so she does this, and he like rips everything off yeah. of the... He, like, freaks out. And again, Jess is in here by herself, which is pretty She's much She's really MO. not. She's really not. She has everybody in these other rooms listening to this confession. Well, turns out Rita is still alive. Rita's still alive. Now, can a doctor legally Ugh. tell a no. woman's son... No. Who is only suspected by one person? No, he cannot. Of murder. And he plays along. He's like, "Yeah, your mom's dead." Yeah, the he, end. he told this person's yeah son, family family yeah that tells family. Everyone, oh yeah, she yeah. committed suicide. By yeah. the way, she's dead. Good luck with the rest of that. Yeah, I mean. I hope it turns out he's a murderer because this could be really unethical. Yes, yes, it could be really. There's uh, so many issues. But like I said, there are a lot of really good lines in this, too. Right, right. But still, just. Oh, and like, did we mention what the coffee thing? Yeah, so he had laced it with like drugs or whatever. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And, so, and then before Rita makes her appearance that she is alive, yeah. he's about to defenestrate freaking Jess. Yeah, he's, he's going like, to kill her. He's about to throw her yeah. right out that window. Yeah, maybe even get his first kill, finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> He's been practicing really hard. But Mother comes in, and yes. um, it, what, what was cool about this scene is it was crazy, but cool, but kind of realistic, mm. is Rita still loves her son. Yeah. But again, that undermines the whole idea of the show, of her not showing... Of like, not being a good mom. Of not being a good mother. Like, yeah. the only way it works, what he's doing, yeah. is if she is not a good mother. Yes. So to see her at the end... Like, hug him and be like, it's okay. I still love you. I still love you. Even though you. you tried killing my daughter, too. And me, but I, my unconditional love for you as my son yes. means more. So, I mean, it's very confusing. It's very yes. conflicting. But it doesn't work for this episode. That's why I'm saying the end is really powerful. She really... There's, there's a lot of emotions going here. A lot of hate and a lot of love. But it's like... How did this even happen throughout the rest of the episode? Yeah, there was no you, there sign was of this. No, yeah, nothing. So that's what was But thank God we had Milton Berle reading off some cue cards. Yeah, right? You know, like... And a detective <laughs> who I wrote, quote, I don't have time for justice. <laughs> I don't have time for justice. Lady <laughs> Justice can go F herself. <laughs> like, there is a lot of crap here. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, like, the, the going back to the story, he's so incompetent at his job. Yeah. He's like, I got all these cases. He's got papers all over the place. Yeah. You know, like... And even when she goes into the thing... And she somehow gets a videotape of that that he's still pilot. like he's still like oh that mugger doesn't look like the actor from the show, yeah. So I'm not going to link them at all. Yeah, and, I'm not even going to bother. And she's like, it's clear. Here's the call sheet that he was yes. on the show. And she has to go she through so many. She even gets she even gets the exact pose of his morgue shot to a shot in the show. Right. The exact same with pose. With a dumb little grin. With a dumb little grin, and he's still like. Maybe 14 years ago. Maybe. Who can I don't tell? see this, though. Who can tell? I'm just like, wow. You're the wow. worst. 
It's absolute the worst. And so that's pretty much the end of the episode. The Broadway show goes off with a, a hitch. It's called Always April. Always April. Patty and Rita are the stars. Oh, the stars. Uh, Grady dumps his girlfriend for someone <laughs> named Francesca. <laughs> yeah. That was another crazy thing about the episode. Yep. Okay. Yep. Now, this is what I want to say about this point. We know, because we've seen further, Grady does have an unlucky at love Because thing. he's in love with Jess, honey. Right. And anytime she comes to meet his girlfriends, he dumps them immediately, immediately after. Because they're nowhere near as good as Jessica. The last time we... In his was, mind. <laughs> and this was actually... I didn't see much in like IMDb trivia for this mm-hmm. episode. Well, there was like pages and pages about dumb stuff I didn't care about. Oh, wow. I didn't even bother reading. But they did bring up the fact that like when Grady first calls Jess in the episode, mm-hmm. he's like, I really want you to meet... I think her name is Kate. Kate, yeah. And Jess actually says, Kate, like kind of surprised. That's because the only time we've seen Grady up until mm-hmm. this point is in the pilot episode. Yes. Which he was with, with another woman. Mm-hmm. And at, when they left, Jess says, don't elope without me. Yes. Like So Jess is with us. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen him or heard from him in yeah. this amount of time. And last thing we heard, he was like really exactly. serious with this person. Now he's with this person. By the end of this episode, he's with another person. Mm-hmm. And Now, I and know again, for a fact, and I've known this you know, for a while because I did grow up watching these shows, right. is that Grady always has a different woman. Now, I would have called him a womanizer, but he's not. He's not. He's just the worst <laughs> at, at girlfriends. Just yeah, the worst. He's, he's a terrible he boyfriend. Fails, he fails he at girlfriends. He fails at girlfriends. <laughs> a lot like every single job, he's always fired from. Right. There's always a murder. Right. Like, he's just really unlucky. He's bad at girlfriends. He's not a womanizer. Nothing like that. He's just really unlucky. Yeah, but it's, like, crazy because when he says that, he's like, oh, I'm with this new woman for Cheska. Yeah. And, like, Jess again sounds surprised. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, it wasn't really working out. And again, this episode's so terrible. I saw no evidence. They were, yeah. like, cooking dinner together. Yeah. That's, like, quintessential couple Well, he has this line stuff. of, uh, we just didn't click. We but w- they didn't show them they not didn't... clicking. Exactly. There was never, like, a scene where Kate's, uh, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're supposed to meet me here, but you're off with your having romantic yes. carriage rides in the park with your aunt. Yeah. Again, it was another failed attempt at humor, mm-hmm. using a woman's emotions as yes. the punchline. Exactly. <laughs> So, oh, yeah. this episode. Uh, I think we got furious a few times here. Oh, uh, I, I, yeah, I might have riled up my blood. Yeah, you were yelling at me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It wasn't working out. <laughs> we have nothing in common. <laughs> we have nothing in common. <laughs> but do you want to talk about any of the books that were on uh, Jess's? Yes, <laughs> because I was trying to find something fun to talk about, and it was all of her books in her office, along with a picture of Abraham Lincoln <laughs> <laughs> profile. Yeah, she, she, <laughs> she has a profile picture of Abraham Lincoln in her office. She has a lot of pictures of presidents. Like, yeah, she all really over does. Yeah, she must respect them, I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. But uh, but one of the books was like the death of a dachshund or something. No, it was the dirge. The dirge of the Dachshund. Of the dead Dachshund. The dirge of the dead Dachshund. The dirge of the dead Dachshund. So someone wrote a song for a dead dog. I would. (laughs) (laughs) And of course there was the corpse dances Uh, at midnight. Yeah, and then another book title of hers. Something. Oh, God. Her book titles are insane. Yeah, it was like a long title. It was like a Fiona Apple album Again, this was written by these writers who... They had to. They had several good lines, Mm -hmm. but couldn't deliver on any of it. Any of it. Any of it. And that was the problem with this episode. Yeah. Again, I would not recommend watching this episode. Yeah. If you want to kind of see a, a decent scene, mm-hmm. skip to the end where Jess is with this, like, John Lithgow-looking yeah. mofo. He's, oh, by the way, he's in a lot of these crime shows and in the 80s. Guilty. And he's always the bad guy. So as soon as he walked in during the first scene, I go... I know he's the killer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, there, there was some point where I'm like, I think it's him. 
Yeah, I was like, I know he's the killer because he's always the killer in these shows. Yeah, he's yeah. He's typecast as the murderer. Yeah. It's rare when he's not. But I think we've made it clear whether we'd recommend it or not. I'd say you'll watch the end. Watch the last little bit if you want. But, or don't. Uh, or don't. I mean, this is pretty much it. That's it. That's it. There's not really a big lead up to it, which is why I found it also very confusing. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't see the hatred. You don't. Before them throughout the episode. Yeah, not at all. And I guess that's him hiding his feelings or whatever. But that's but dumb. you don't see her being mean to him. It was like a Scooby-Doo episode. Like, where they unmask like, Oh, no, it was the groundskeeper Willie the yeah, whole time. Yeah, like where Velma yeah. finds, like, some evidence off camera. Yeah. And then reveals it in the final parlor scene or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, you didn't give us any of the information to watch yeah. what was going on. This felt like a poorly written Magnum P.I. episode. I wonder if it was written by someone from Magnum P.I. Like Donald P. Bellisario. <laughs> yeah, he came in. I And I want to say that there was like four writers on this episode. I no want, wonder it was bad then. I want to say, I mean, like, without having to stop everything and looking mm-hmm. it up. Like, I want to say there was one point at the credits where, like, there was, like, a mountain of names that came oh, up. Oh, wow. And I wonder if that was the writers. I wonder if there was too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, probably. I'm going to start talking all the metaphors, too. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I don't recommend it. Skip it. Yeah. Fine. There's be- There's way Way better. better. This is probably the worst yes. Murder, She Wrote episode we've seen. Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna put it down as the worst. Although I think the next one is fun where she gets to dress up as her um, twin cousin. Is that the next one? Is that the next one? I don't know. Let's look forward to that But one. that, that one's, one's great. That, that one is fun. great. Yeah. I can't wait to watch that one. Yeah. In the meantime, mm-hmm. if you want to reach us, you can get us at Twitter at MagnumSheWrote. Mm-hmm. You can get us on email via <laughs> MagnumSheWrote at gmail.com. Yeah. And I oh, want... and check out our cooking shows on YouTube, so... RPG Recipes yep. Family Edition. It stars our uh, Aaron's uh-huh. hands and our boy's uh, hands. Yes, because I refuse to show their faces. <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> so it's the overhead shots of us cooking uh, recipes from video games. The first one is uh, Squirrel Stew, Fallout 4. Right. And the second one is Carrion Surprise from World of Warcraft. And the third one that I'll be uploading soon is the Scald King's Patty Melt from Elder Scrolls Online. Which I will tell you right now <laughs> what... Uh, well, you know, we, we eat these. We eat these, for sure. <laughs> so um, all, all of delicious. them are really good. The Scald King one was yes. pretty awesome. yes. It will fill you up for the rest of the day, though. Yes, and and you might be running to the toilet quite a few times because yeah. it, it's pretty spicy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. It was good though, so you should definitely check that out. Yes, you, know, you can uh, you can just like you can with this podcast. Mm-hmm. You can rate, subscribe. Yes, review, exactly. Oh, nice and things. send in requests so long as you have the video game and the recipe that goes with it, and I'll see if I can make it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. If there's any, like, and I and I use the ingredients from the game. Yeah. Yeah. Or as close approximations as we Well, can. you know, I have to make some substitutions. I'm not going to use dirty, <laughs> dirty water, water in a stew. It's, it's beef broth. She got it out of the toilet. I got <laughs> Gross! <laughs> yes. Or browning sauce. I wasn't there. I don't know. It was, it was one or the other. <laughs> it, was, it was a combination of three brown things. I'll let you decide which ones they are. That's your mystery for next week. <laughs> So, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't have anything else to say. I, I don't either. I feel like I've purged myself. Well, that. now we're going to go jogging because we are getting a lot like Jessica Fletcher in that sense. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes. We're doing that. Yes, I'm trying to jog. I'm yeah. learning how. It's hard work. You're doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Love y'all. Love you. Bye.